0: Absolute
1: Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. And you can text us on 812.15 or follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. Morning. Morning.
2: morning.
3: Here with all those uh, news updates for morning. you this morning.
2: Yeah, I just morning, feel a bit in.
1: uninformed this morning. I don't know what <laughs> know that's right. all about. Well, um, in case you're listening to this on a podcast and thinking, what's the problem, in like three days' time, (laughs) um, I was supposed to press a thing that introduced the news, and I'll press the adverts. And obviously, once you press the adverts, they have to go. You can't stop the adverts. Actually, the mentioning
2: of the podcasts does highlight how uh, sort of redundant the news is, really, because we frequently get people... Email that listened to the podcast like a year and a half after oh, the fact. Such,
3: such a heat magazine Yeah, but no? that, that,
1: <laughs> that means there shouldn't be a big big quiz of the year then on Channel Four. There isn't. It's
3: Big Fat Quiz. <laughs> oh whatever. May again. I?
1: Also, <laughs> I yeah. think it's Big rubbish Quiz of the Year. <laughs> Hi, <come laughs> very day. I'm only saying that because Emily Frank, used to work. Can
3: I? It. Can I just say there was an awkward moment between you and Daisy? <laughs> yes. When it emerged, I do like a post mortem. You know, I do. Yes. That uh, the news hadn't. Been pressed the mm. news button, you said. Well, you pressed the wrong button as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, that's true. What well, she did, oh. you said she, uh, she uh, conveniently forgot that. I think you each pressed, but the, the news button. was totally my fault. Mm. Oh, I mean, let okay. me take that rap.
3: I'm calling yeah. it collective responsibility.
1: No, it was my fault. Oh, okay, oh, I pressed okay. the advert anyway. Do you think people want to hear this? Rubbish.
2: I think they wanted to hear the news, didn't they? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> look, I'll tell no. you the news, it's quite cold. Yeah, that is okay. Good. Yeah, I saw the news this morning. It, 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 you know, it wasn't. That's not how the song goes. It, it wasn't knock, <laughs> knock out there, uh, boy. Knock out. Look, it's, I've had an old day. I'll be honest with you. Why? That. Yeah, so um, I, I got in my lift. I live on the eleventh floor. Mm-hmm. Um, Penthouse. And I do watch the Cruises nice. below. Mm. And um, I got, I got in the lift at what would it be? Twenty two seven this morning it's quite early mm-hmm. and also the flats we live in um there's lots of people that, that they go home weekends so weekends you, you never see anyone in the oh lift. yeah mm-hmm. so i got in and a, a woman uh, got in on the it, it stopped on the fifth floor a woman mm. going i thought that's unusual especially this time of the morning mm. and then um, a very tall woman coming uh, to the lift who i could see quite quickly was a man Oh. I thought, oh, I thought, I thought, eyes front. <laughs> Just you know, it's fine, it's fine. And then she said, "Older, can you hold the button a bit?" There's there's another drag queen on the way. The woman, they said. didn't know. Yeah, and I thought, okay. <laughs> and um, so I'm in the lift with uh,
3: three in a lift.
1: No. Yeah, well, one, just one woman, woman, oh. and, and two very tall, or statuesque, I mean, with almost no clothes yeah. on, I mean, tiny, short things. A hot pant. And it shows something about how, how on rock and roll I am, that one of my first thoughts was, they're going to be cold mm-hmm. when they get <laughs> out. Perishing, yeah. But it probably adds to the effect. Yeah. They get More realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I also, had, I had oh. somewhere in the back of my head that it's lucky to shake hands with a tra- with a uh, transvestite, what? but I think that I think I've got mixed up with chimney sweep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think maybe. Oh, all that celebrated
3: lucky? old wives' tale. Is it not lucky
1: to shake hands with a transsexual? No. Is that op in? I mean, not post up. <laughs> Pre op, I think it is. Is it? Today's yeah. texting. Is it lucky to shake hands with a transfer? Yeah, in a list of obscure, <laughs> superstitious beliefs. <laughs> but it was um I don't know, I See, found it quite exciting. And then when we got out the lift So, so can I f- just
3: establish the dramatis person there's one, <clears throat> one woman, woman, yeah. And two drag queens yes. at this point
1: in time. And me. And you. <laughs> I know lift. I didn't
3: include you in that Venn diagram. In a lift. I, I mean panic. if
1: the lift had stuck it would have been up. To us uh, to continue mm. the population. Yeah. <laughs> and that would, have been worth, that. that would have been worth seeing. <laughs> uh, awkward moment for the lady in the lift, I would have thought so. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the real awkward moment is surely for the two drag queens. Because <laughs> me and the lady, we, we're all right with continuing the population. Yeah. Well, but you with say them that. what are they going to do? Toss a coin? <laughs> anyway, um, it might be a bit early for this debate. <laughs> so they like get that. into
3: a people carrier. They strike me as very people carrier. No, they... uh,
1: I think they were (laughs) drag racing. No. Uh, They, um, No, what happened was I got... We all got out the lift together and the concierge who was on the front desk looked at me with a look that said, don't you showbiz people ever learn? (laughs) (laughs) Hey? Hey, In the very heat, the white heat of scandal, you still have to continue your terrible ways. That was a look I got. Anyway... Uh, there'll be more from uh, Frank Skinner's <laughs> why I live in London <laughs> tomorrow night on radio 4 now a book at bedtime Ian cranky reads little women
0: <laughs> Frank Frank Skinner on absolute radio absolute radio
3: so meanwhile we've left the lift with yeah. you and the two uh,
1: black yes. queens yeah um, but last night, yeah. I had one of the worst nights of my entire life. So, what about that?
4: Well, what, what
3: happened?
1: The drag queens were late. <laughs> no. no, they didn't turn up. They went to the wrong <laughs> flat. Book them for eight. <laughs> they
3: went to that Tory MP's <laughs> flat. Such
1: a Tory MP. Shut sure, up. We've <laughs> got Tory MPs. Oh, I'm in sorry. Our I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Lovely people. We Can I say we've got um, MPs from all the parties? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> When I say the parties, I mean those ones <laughs> they have on the fifth floor with the, with the drag queens. Um, anyway,
3: why was maybe why I it? shouldn't
1: have named the floor looking back. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, um, now last night, I, a, a friend of mine, was, uh, he had a birthday due and he had it at Lord's. Oh. Not Lords. Lords. No. <laughs> no
3: pilgrimages. No. Uh,
1: and it was, uh, he combined it with an indoor cricket tournament. And I Lovely. Thought, oh, no. well, now, I used to play cricket twice a week. But I was rubbish then. Mm. I haven't played for six years, so I just thought I'm gonna come and just humiliate myself. And mm-hmm. I said to everyone before, they said, Do you play much cricket? And I said, Look, I'm I'm rubbish. I'm a- actually I didn't use that word, but I'm use- I'm all I'm changing for what the word I actually used, which was uh, four letters. I said, I'm rubbish. I've always been rubbish and now I'm you know I was rubbish when I played regularly. And played for six years. So anyway, <laughs> So I went in and to bat.
3: I know, I've just seen a picture. It's just been sent in. Carry on. Oh,
1: God. I went in to <laughs> bat.
3: You look, can I just say, sorry to interrupt, you look pretty hot, I have to say. I oh, was wow. hot.
1: I sweat quickly. OK. <laughs> um, so um, I went in to bat, and uh, first ball I missed by about three feet, and mm. the second oh, ball... That sounds bad. I was bowled again. So... I actually needn't have taken my bat.
4: <laughs> if I'd gone into bat
1: without my bat, nothing would have changed at all from what happened. Oh, so, dear. But I was never that good with the bat, right? Uh, but I I could bowl a bit, a little bit, right? You know. Mm. So I thought well, at least I'll get a bowl, and you know, people think, oh, actually, we missed. He, he's actually all right. So um, I came into bo- and something's happened to me. Like I've like my old back and arm was developed into a crab claw oh, Yeah, and I'd come into bolt ball and honestly the ball was bouncing like two feet away from my feet I was just basically throwing the ball into the ground oh trying oh. to bolt. I, I mean over and out from a distance it must have looked like a tantrum
4: <laughs> just <laughs> like a
1: man just throwing a cricket and I thought what is go-? and I couldn't you know dartitis have you ever heard of that no it's just- So when a bird cannot let go of oh, the yeah, dart oh yeah
3: Oh, is that
2: right? Yeah,
1: that's like, dark players get it, obviously. Oh, Eric must. Non-dark players tend not to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they get it, they don't know. Yeah. But is it, it was
2: different from the yips. Is it different from that?
1: Oh, maybe it is a bit like me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. You know that was a long time ago, the World <laughs> War Two. <II. laughs> um, uh, but it was, it was so bad that I spoilt the game. It wasn't just bad for me. I felt I spoilt it for everybody. I was like a, a virus in a computer. But there's now been oh, two Frank.
2: pictures of you sent playing it. Can I just... So, you but does look good? Back, well, in the second one, it looks more like he's doing capoeira than um,
1: playing cricket. Capoeira! <laughs> capoeira! <laughs> Can
3: I ask, Frank? Is this your garb, or did you um, did you loan it?
1: No, no, I brought my own garb. Got your own wife? That was she a wife. terrible thing. Is when got I... the own...
3: Oh, he's got all the gear, no when I got back, terrible. When
1: I got back, <laughs> disgraced, humiliated and depressed. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got. I was sleeping in the spare room last night, mm-hmm. and I got in and I could see the white glow of the cricket gear in the corner that I'd taken off. I had to get mm-hmm. out and put it into a cupboard, because okay. I thought, I can't, oh, I can't have that looking at me all night. humiliation.
2: Well, of course, with um, with your playing in such a l- low energy, mm-hmm. like not very good, way, you didn't last long in bats, so I've, there wouldn't even been any perspiration, and it wouldn't have needed a wash. Oh after no,
1: that. no, uh, humiliation! You must remember from your <laughs> standard <career>. track, <laughs> <laughs> humiliation, Teddy. It can make you can make you very hot, <laughs> very hot, humiliation. <laughs> I'm not I sure I like your cricketing career being compared to my stand-up career. <laughs> Honestly, God, it was it was so terrible. I can't tell you. And oh, I also I spoil I slightly spoilt the evening for everyone by very early what on. What did you do? Very early on in the dressing room, I up fronted the whole concept of banter. You did what? So I said. Uh, Oh, so this is bat. Someone said something a bit joking. I thought this is banter. Is I thought I was anticipating banter. That's what happens in dressing oh. rooms. And then everybody got self-conscious about banter. <laughs>
4: yes,
3: that's what will happen. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah I, oh yeah.
3: my god! Why do you do it? Well, I just thought you know. I've, I've, read, I've
1: identified banter, and it's like um, don't
3: ruin the social order. Yeah,
1: and I think after everyone got. Uh, yeah, the, the banter be, became an issue, that's, know, that's what happened Yeah, but you, you know, they need to know that as a man in my line of work Yeah, the, yeah the, my, my line of when, work When the professional cricketers and semi-pros were watching me try to bowl That was how I felt when, when I was listening to their banter <laughs> They need to be fair on me, I think
0: This is Frank Skinner
1: The terrible thing was as i went to sleep i thought but what about i've got a son now Mm. and i had ideas of me and him going down the park and showing him Mm. and that's all gone Mm -hmm. Um, well
2: he'll have heard about this embarrassment
1: by now yeah well luckily i'm in a position where i can hire a series of professional (laughs) coaches for him so you know every cloud yeah i don't
3: (laughs) like the baseball cap on the wickets
1: Nothing to do with me. <laughs> You're you still getting photos. Yes. I look great in the photos. The camera can lie. Anyway, okay. It's um, been a fabulous week for one of my heroes. Who's oh, yeah. that? Kate oh, Winslet. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> and I Alan. And Alan's Wednesday. nemesis. Barlow. Gary Barlow. You've got to let
1: that go.
2: Do her yeah Oh do I <laughs> Yeah I think you do It's just burning are you, are you, you up swearing inside Are you up to I'll, each I'll other I'll let go what I choose to let go <laughs> Oh wow <well. laughs> Oh okay For those of you that haven't heard um, the, I'm speaking to the listenership now Gary Barlow stole a part off me and Miranda Well actually some people on, gave you he got
1: a part, a part you were up for. He didn't steal your part Down, down to the last two yeah. yeah, well, h- hence he, not your part. Yeah,
2: true. It's true. Fair. Fair. If
1: it's you and Gary Barlow, I mean, Gary Barlow is a national treasure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why. I'm not even borderline. You He's got got, you got an OB for turning up for a meeting about the Queen's <laughs> Jubilee. Is got OBE? An OBE? Not an OBE, whatever <laughs> for it is. Being what did I say? OB. OB outside broadcast. You You're yeah, thinking,
3: you you thinking of your cricket broadcasts, OBEs. Oh, oh, oh,
1: don't bring up cricket ever again. You got an OBE. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he got an OB for being the party organizer.
2: He's in a long line of celebrities that have had He'd, them, though, innit? Did
3: you see him get his award? He'd had a little haircut. Oh, and I he? don't. Yes, it looked a bit Smike and Nicholas Nickleby. It was too short. Had he had a haircut? Yes, yes. and he oh, had a haircut.
4: What
2: right. well, palace trim, innit? If you're going out somewhere special, you get a trim, don't you? It's like a palace <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy
1: K- Carr was involved in the Queen's Jubilee concert. Where's his? Um, well, obie? exactly. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know what's gone wrong there.
3: Then we got lost yeah. in the post. Kate Winslet as well. That's your favourite, Frank. Oh, she Kate got the trophy Winslet. thing. Yeah.
1: Beautiful, talented, mm. big feet. Oh. <laughs> what more do you want from a woman than that?
3: What size nine, isn't it?
1: Is it nine and a half? You said nine, nine and a half? half, yeah. Mm. Uh, eleven. I think it's eleven American. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that drag queen That's told me. <laughs> <doesn't laughs> in the lift, in the lifts, in the elevator shoes. See, I'm I'm riffing on Very nothing. Good. She, uh, so
3: um she wore a nice hat. She, she I a nice liked hat. her
1: hat. Didn't
3: I liked it.
2: You would wouldn't you if your feet were size nine and a half. You'd wear a you'd wear a statement hat, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. You'd wear a sombrero. Whatever. You'd look like a cotton reel.
3: <laughs> I like uh, a daring headpiece. I think it's good. It was a bit like with Princess Beatrice when she wore, you know, everyone said it looked like a toilet seat at the Royal Wedding, and she did look a bit psychotic. But Mm -hmm. I liked that she went for it, go for it with hats. Well, they both did.
1: I think both the sisters wore hats. No, I like those. I like those weird hats as well. I like them a lot because I've got a very, very big head. I can't wear hats. So I look at all hats with envy. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. But you could wear one. Of I those am constantly
1: ones. cursed by that phrase on a label: "One size fits all." <laughs> <laughs> no, me and the Elephant Man <laughs> are two people who, who I think are affronted by that. Mm. I thought, uh, uh, in case you didn't see Kate's hat, it was a, it was a, it was based on a, on a magpie, magpie, yeah, yeah, but sort of squashed. Yeah. And, the, uh, and Kate Milliner, as she like was Like something like
3: Guy Ritchie might have shot it down by mistake or something.
1: Mm-hmm. You think?
3: Yeah. Is, think he like, a, is he a marksman? Oh, he's a big shooter. He's a big shooter. I heard he
1: got a big shooter. See <laughs> <laughs> what he has got? He's got a big lower part of his face and a small upper part of his <laughs> Guy face. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie.
0: Yeah, Guy Ritchie. Really? <laughs> Do you remember
1: those... Do you remember those books you used to get where you, you could turn a page and you could make the top of someone's face go on the bottom of someone else's? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what um, Guy Ritchie's... That's what happened to Guy Ritchie I like, when he was bored. I like
3: Guy Ritchie's posh mother on Madonna. Do you remember what she said? She went, well, what do you expect if you're going to mix with that end of the market?
1: <laughs> oh, no, Madonna. That's an example. See, at Madonna, everyone was criticising this week in the papers. I thought she looked Fantastic. Did you? Yeah, she. I thought she was hot, hot, hot. Really, oh, yeah. she did look hot. She would taken many layers off. No, but she. She looks like a beautiful woman, but but made of brie, Oh. oh. Sort of white and clammy to the top. Can we just
3: <laughs> anyway? Say, so look, um, Frank's <laughs> ideal woman was Zola Bud for years.
1: <laughs> yeah, Exactly, gone off her now. Yeah, <laughs> started wearing shoes and stuff. <laughs> You know it's said that the, the milliner said that the hat reflected Kate's personality and I can see that because, um, one for sorrow, you see, for one magpie, mm-hmm. and she's a woman with a broken marriage. She's been through a lot of heartache in yeah. recent years. Hmm. And also, I think there's an element of um, roadkill <laughs> um, <laughs> about the hat and about Kate. She's a woman who's been hit by the articulated lorry of fate. Oh, fine. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> not yeah, Would I not, say that? Would, would see, I not say that, the articulated that, Lorry of fate? You see, <laughs> it was that um, mumbling response that lost you your part.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: wasn't it wasn't uh Gary Barlow pulling strings. <laughs> it was in your hand. You had it. It was in your hands.
0: Absolute Absolute, absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: <laughs> Literally, now I come to think of it, the magpie thing, the one magpie been on locker you know yeah. you're familiar with this yeah. theory mm-hmm. does that apply to the magpie itself
3: oh i see one for sorrow, two for joy if you're aspect. one
1: magpie on its own
3: one magpie short below. load
1: are you uh are you necessarily um sad and melancholy by nature maybe do
2: you think- I mean,
1: do, do they end up rushing into relationships that are Dysfunctional, just so that they can be two magpies. <laughs> be a pair. <laughs> or is it possible for magpies to have a dysfunctional relationship because once two of them get together, there is inevitably joy? Yeah, and that's what they say, is it? So they never have any bad relationships at all, Magpies? Is it Magpies? What do they talk
3: about? the c- concept of them having a relationship
1: <laughs> at all. <laughs> what do they talk about <laughs> when they're drunk, if they, they never have bad relationships? <laughs> the most interesting thing people talk about over about 30 is their terrible relationships. <laughs> Magpies are saying, oh, we're having such a great time. <laughs> oh, shut <sure laughs> up about it. Shut up. Do you hear about um, Steve? He ended up as uh, Kate... Kate Winslet's hat.
4: <laughs> Steve!
1: <laughs> Do they salute each other? Do
2: you,
3: it, oh, oh a bit like Talisa and Cheryl Cole on the X-Factor. <laughs> no, they never,
1: they never need to salute each other, because one, when a magpie says another magpie, there's two. Oh, yeah, you're meant to salute the single ones, oh, is yeah. that right? It's very complicated. It there's a, a lot of been, rules with the magpie. It's
2: superstition that's turned in on itself. Yeah. Maybe that's why there was so much saluting on the day that Kate Winslet went to Buckingham Palace. But they were all thinking, <laughs> oh, there's a magpie there.
1: I <laughs> ah, <yeah>, that's it. <laughs> well, we all thought it was the standard military thing. <laughs> yes. McQueen was thinking, oh, God, they're, they're on it. They're on it today, the boys.
3: McQueen. Oh, that was a lovely McQueen. I
1: oh, said McQueen. <laughs> no, not McQueen. Oh, okay. The Queen.
3: <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, I live in fashion. Talking of which.
1: Hold on. Oh, okay. Hold your high horses. <laughs> yeah, what about this thing that the Queen said to Kate Winslet...
3: What did she say? She said, oh. it
1: must be a very lovely job, um, what you do. And she said, well, it is. But the thing that... She says, do you love your job? And she says, I absolutely love it. But the thing that makes me happiest is being a mother. Mm.
4: Oh.
1: And the Queen... I mean, a mother, as in, you know, she has children. Not, mm-hmm. She wasn't rapping. <laughs> no,
3: no, no, what Jay-Z sense. <laughs> no.
1: And uh, the Queen said, oh, well, motherhood is, is the only job.
4: Oh, dear.
1: I don't think that's right, is it? <laughs> no, it's not I, think a job. She's been, I think she's been missing It's
2: not a job. She needs to check her bracelet. It is not well, a she job. She needs to is check she... situations <laughs> vacant. <laughs> She'll find all manner of
1: work. That, what yeah. an odd thing. And i tell you something I'm, What does now. that
3: tell you about her line of work? Uh,
1: on the BBC website, it said um, that the Queen said motherhood is the best job. That right, seems right. more but, Queen. But I heard. I actually heard Kate Winslet describe what said, and she very clearly said our motherhood is the only job. Oh, dear. She's getting
3: a bit like Prince Philip now, saying the wrong thing. Do you think she's got all mixed up? Oh,
1: that's how Gary Barlow got his OBE. It's probably got (laughs) got mixed up with Team GB. (laughs) It's meant for Gary
3: Gary Neville.
1: Yeah, exactly, Gary Barlow. How could he possibly get an OBE? Don't be ridiculous. Frank. Hold it. No, I've okay. got to play some adverts
3: I know, but I'm going to just say shortly. I will be telling you about something which it's about. Well, I, I want to trail this. Oh, okay. I, you know, a I trail? saw a comedian die this week. Oh. I'm not going to say who it is.
1: Was it me? No. Were you at the cricket? <laughs>
3: and it wasn't in my house. Of,
1: you saw a comedian die. <laughs> oh. oh well, I I'll think, reveal all shortly. I think I would have seen everything. When I see a comedian (laughs) die. Oh, yeah. Everybody at home now. Everybody. When I see a comedian
0: (laughs) die. Yeah. Absolute, Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Frank, um...
3: Do you want to hear about this death
1: mm. that yeah. I witnessed? Yes. I mean, it'll be a mixture of pain and...
3: Well, I'm intrigued. I'm joy. actually fascinated by you both as a result of witnessing this, how, you would, right. how and why you would do this for a living. <laughs> In but a way then, yeah. you
1: previously weren't. Yes. <laughs> okay.
3: I have a newfound respect for you. <laughs>
1: um, That's been a long time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so just to set the scene for you, um, I was at a fashion do... It was a corporate fashion do. I'm not gonna.
1: <laughs> 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 this is the, the music I imagine. Okay. Plays. <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, Jeff. Say, did you see those new colors by um, <laughs> Chanel? <laughs> Do, do. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're marvellous. Do, 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 do. That's set. I think we've set the scene. <laughs> Is it that's Charlotte Gainsbourg in the background? conversation no. that I had there with Jeff Banks. Here, no, yeah. that's not good.
3: Um, I did look good, I have to say. I know you're not meant to say that, but I don't care. <laughs> I think
1: it's all right to say. Cause, I will, uh, um, we don't have any other witnesses apart from no. yourself. I mm-hmm. wore
3: nude Tempoly. That was the shade, the tone. Oh. You wore oh, what? Tempoly in okay. nude. Oh, t- t- tiny
1: Tempoly. <laughs> Did you wear a tiny temple <laughs> No. Oh, okay.
3: It wasn't big. Um, no, well, it wouldn't be. Uh, a blue, lovely blue Louboutin shoe, about four and a half inches.
1: With the red bottom?
3: Uh, yeah, the red bottom. They stole
1: that. They stole that off the gibbons. No, they didn't. <laughs> they did lawsuit about that. They didn't steal them
3: off the gibbons. Um, but, Frank, I had last-minute ablutions as well. What's great about being oh, an in-style... Do, like, do you have to
1: bring that on?
3: Well, yes, I do. Because what's great about that is you can get the girls to help out i said girls what, with an ablution yes i said to the beauty girls from the beauty cupboard i said um <laughs> I, a, my a legs a girl that
4: lives
2: in the beauty <laughs> <cupboard>. <laughs> yeah.
3: i said my legs aren't aren't prepped they're not prepped for because it was a new dress so i couldn't wear a black tight with it no so i said um can you call me in some razors so, yes, so I could so I could shave the leg because I was worried they didn't look quite right. Then they had to call me in a concealer to match my leg in case I had a little bruise. When you to say cover. call
1: you in, is there a, is there a dumb <laughs> waiter that these things arrive on?
3: No, they'll buy they'll they'll get it sent over for me.
1: So th- they'll bike over some races. Yes. <laughs> wow fantastic i will
3: pay for the bike out of my own money obviously Um, when that
2: happens do you put that in the file in your brain that goes with other first world problems
3: yes very much
4: so
3: So anyway i know what you both really want to know about yeah so we're at this dinner um we're a tough crowd because we don't eat very much obviously no so So there's a lot of anger. Yeah. and some alcohol involved. We're a bit twitchy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's um, the least of it, I would have thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No,
3: that's the most of it, actually. Okay. And the
2: scraping of um, forks on plates is that moves food around but doesn't eat any
3: of <laughs> it. Well, that's not
1: forks, <laughs> that's <laughs> their elbows. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's the best compliment you've ever paid me. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, this dude comes on. I'm yeah. not going to say what his name was. No, don't
2: gentleman, name him, uh, Gentleman, yes. a male comic. A male comedian. comic, very
3: no. much a male comic. I have never seen. I mean, he came on to Virtual Silence anyway. He did some material about. He did an impression of Tom Jones, mm. which I didn't think was that up to date, to be honest. I didn't think it was very topical. Um, still alive. I know he's alive, but still. Others he's on have a major BBC pro- I'm
1: trying to defend this I know guy. you are. I know yeah. you are.
3: He did a whole thing about um, Alan Sugar. What is it with The Apprentice, eh? I didn't think that was... Can I
1: say, although <laughs> you haven't named him, every comedian <laughs> in the country will be able to. <laughs> shrink in the circle, even as you speak, now. Yeah, my, me too. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant with discomfort of suspense, anxiety. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but also, we're not wrong crowd for that no, kind I of stuff. We're out having a fabulous.
1: spiteful crowd, is what I'm imagining. Yeah. Is how, that fair? how
3: dare you? I'm oh, sorry, everyone. There might be a lot of acid in
2: our stomachs, but... Oh, God, don't wait, bring that Frank. up. In a way, I'm glad to hear that he, he just struggled because he, he...
3: Well, do you know what made it worse? He said at the material. end... So he did all this apprentice How long stuff. How did he do?
1: Did he get through the whole set? I'd, no,
3: I don't know. I think he might have wrapped it up quicker.
1: Yeah, Because
3: then he said, can I just say... Um, This has been the highlight of my career. That was was ironic, (laughs) Yeah, he did irony. We didn't like that. He was interrupted
1: by a man shouting, "razors for Dean. (laughs) (laughs) Halfway through.
3: You've been the most inspiring audience I've ever met in my
1: whole life. He might have meant that.
3: Thank you. I want to thank you for your support and your encouragement tonight.
1: Mm. Then,
3: I don't know if I've got time to tell you this, Ross Kemp came on. What? Hold it right
1: there. Come (laughs) in, there's heckles and there's heckles. You're telling me that that he now works for a delivery company (laughs) (laughs) delivering razors. How ironic. And I suppose he takes his helmet off and says, and they work. See that? (laughs) Smooth as a billiard ball.
2: I mean, actually, to pick it back up, we've had a text in from someone who said, I was at that award ceremony too. Oh. Um, and, uh, and continues, I wanted to crawl under the table for the entire performance. God, Poor God. thing. Yeah, I've been at do's like that.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't want to crawl <laughs> under the table, but that's where I found myself.
3: No, but you ended up in the Central Reservation, so all's well that ends well. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, you know, so that wouldn't be a bad title for a play, am right? So mm. all. <laughs> oh. Okay,
3: yeah. <laughs> So, he's just said, this comic, who, you know, I am going to protect him. No, I'm not going to totally. say who he is. Because any yeah.
1: comic can die, believe me. I particularly know. at a corporate event. Oh, it Especially be, uh, a fashion corporate event. Leave oh. us
3: alone.
1: Oh, not, I'm
2: actually relieved to, hear that, I'm, I'm relieved to hear that it was a, a a problem with the choice of his material rather than, like, fabrics. And, like, if he'd worn a suit and trainers... I would have expected him to have lasted even less time. Well, his he could his have been clothes weren't
1: great. Okay. But he said,
3: so guys, so we so we've got him saying Where's I- I Ross? Won't... Where does Ross right. fit in? So this man has just said, I will never forget you, you've been the most supportive audience. Leaves the stage to silence. Right. Uh, at this point Ross comes on to present an award. They had ce- you know, have celebrities on rather like the Sony's darling, when right. the celebrity comes on to present an award. So Ross mm-hmm. is next up. Ross says, um I can't actually believe he did this. Ross Kemp stands up and says, that guy died out here tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I think that's a quote from Ross Kemp on gangs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he gave this strange obituary and, and we all watched that guy die. Okay. It was such a strange thing to do.
2: I mean, he's seen some trouble in his time, hasn't he?
3: Yes. Yeah. I don't know why he did that. <laughs> so then everyone sort of laughed awkwardly. Yeah. He
1: talked well, that's a bit he did more
3: that. about the death. He talked more about the death. Did he? Yes. Well, what did he have to say about it? <laughs> he just said, I think we all know what we've witnessed tonight. I watched that yeah. guy die tonight. Yeah, but he was
1: it, it wasn't just <laughs> a was death, it was a post-mortem. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense.
3: What? I mean, it shocked and stunned and horrified me. I've never I couldn't watch... I was doing such arthritic claw, I fractured my wrist. That, that sounds like my bowling. <laughs> my
1: bowling. <laughs> no, it's it's a How terrible... and
3: why would you do this to yourselves? Have you ever had anything that bad?
1: That thing mm. about Ross Kemp going... I remember I introduced a guy once at the club. I said, this very, very funny guy. I've worked with him loads of times in London. It was a club in Birmingham. i, yeah. so I worked with him loads. Of times. I'm always absolutely storms. I'd give him a massive welcome. <laughs> Whatever his name was. Yeah. He comes on stage. And he absolutely... Absolutely died terribly. Went. Yeah. And, and he, he's one of those who thought, if I do another 10 minutes, I'll be able to turn it around. And he did about half an hour. And he died after four minutes. And he carried on and carried on. And I went back on to, you know, the crowd was shot. And I said, oh, no, sorry, it wasn't him.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and uh, I saw him about 15 years later. I bumped into him and he said, do you remember that thing you said to me? And he was still, still a bit angry about it. Yeah. Oh. When you go on after, it's very hard not to say something to oh. acknowledge it. Oh, OK. Mm. The last time I died um, was not that long ago. It was Really? At, uh, it was at, um, yeah, it was. I think it was a sort of a death. There was some booing. And oh. uh, as I left the stage, I don't know if I've told you this before, as I left the stage, I, I asked the audience if they'd allow me to leave in complete silence because I felt <laughs> oh, that was yes. the only suitable response. <laughs> you did not.
3: Yeah oh my god if I'd have been now I would end my own life I <laughs> said I think
1: any applause would be inappropriate <laughs> uh, and so um, off I went and uh, they they let me down they applauded as I went off I think they were applauding um, my you know my back catalogue rather than what had happened on that night but it was uh, it was just
3: FY was not getting away with this
1: no 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 but we yeah. have, we have to do things like uh, you know adverts <laughs>
0: Frank Skinner Absolute Radio This is
1: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran You can text us on 81215 or follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute <gasps>
3: Frank Yes! We've had um, an email in from one of our transgendered uh, listeners okay. mm-hmm. This is in response You were telling a story earlier about being in a lift with
1: With two um, drag, drag queens, queens yeah.
3: Yeah. Hi guys, I had to say something I did find Frank's story of drag queens in the lift funny. I am a transgender... I thought
1: it had the next. Yeah. <laughs> I did tops and... I can't speak. <laughs> Help me. Carry me on.
3: I am a transgendered um, male to female. So please... You are? <laughs> <laughs> So please tell him that you shouldn't shake hands with drag queens. I think a peck on the cheek would suffice. The handshake to a male presenting as a female merely reinforces the male gender role that they're hiding. So I you're see. sort of blowing
1: their cover. I see.
3: Um,
1: this is a... Yeah, I got myself into a, a completely accidental thing where I, I I did a show with Rachel Riley from uh, Countdown. Countdown and Fatima Whitbury. Mm-hmm. And I just found out oh, in like quick succession... Is. I was in, I was introduced to them. I kissed Fat, um, I kissed to Riley and shook hands with Fatima Whitbray. Oh,
4: right. And it
1: was completely just random. But yes. then I thought, oh, no, no, it looks like I didn't want to kiss Fatima Whitbread. But next time I see a drag queen in the lift, I shall kiss them.
3: And that, that's, from, um, that's from Chris. That's my news who also says, So, Frank, it just goes to show your programme appeals to a wide variety of intelligentsia across the gender spectrum.
1: That's brilliant. Mm.
3: Meanwhile, can we go back to a little bit of schadenfreude this morning? Um, I want to hear about... I always,
1: I always see the pre-op transsexual as the Swiss Army knife of human mm-hmm. sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um,
3: we were talking about how I watched a comic die this uh, yes. week. yes. Oh, yeah. um, and I was curious to know whether the Cockle had, had any similar experiences.
2: Uh, yeah, I've got several but uh, they sort of, they, they seem to kind of even out a little bit. After a while, it feels like, oh, that was nearly a death, and then there was that bit where that one table took against me. For instance, last week, as I was leaving a comedy club, hmm. I overheard a member of the audience who had taken against me on a different staircase saying a version of no he was terrible mate he was terrible <laughs> <laughs> not knowing that i could hear him on well, a different oh, staircase yeah yeah it was Off like a was parallel a club staircase. designed by albrecht durer that's right yeah yeah <laughs> i only play those now it's a small okay. circuit but okay. i'm enjoying it um, oh, for the architect yeah. did you I mean. did you
1: say something
2: no but then i mentioned it to somebody else who had done stand-up for a while and they told me that they once stayed in a cubicle Um, after a gig they'd done whilst two men at the urinals discussed how little they'd enjoyed his act and he couldn't then walk out and wash his hands in case they went yeah yeah it's you it's you we were just saying we didn't enjoy but that's part of it that's just part of it it's um
1: yeah I think it's an
3: extraordinary thing you occasionally
1: I spoke to someone else and they said yeah I.A. Gill lives on that staircase (laughs) (laughs) we've had a
3: question as well Gordon says stand-ups he's addressing you both there yeah
1: is this Gordon that used to work with, Phillips Gofield?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and has he got any uh, names written on a card? Because yeah. I don't want them. He's no. a gopher.
3: He can go and get my razors and all sorts. <laughs> um, once you've been in telly, or
4: mm-hmm. are
3: officially famous, uh. is it true you're more likely to get approximately 32% more laughs because the audience assumed that you were funny, because others have bestowed the status on you, or is this an incorrect assumption to make?
2: Well, if I can have first go, because I can't answer that, because... I am not famous, and... Uh, you're in telly! Well. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm aware of that I've been on telly, but the fact that this bloke has called it stand-ups <laughs> rather than just to Frank and Alan... Um, and somebody else emailed saying, uh, Frank and that other stand-up bloke. <laughs> so I think he meant I can, me. He
3: thought I was transgender.
2: I can opt out <laughs> of the uh, famous answer. don't know what that would be like. What is it like, Frank?
1: Well, I always think that if, uh, if someone goes to work and say, uh, says, oh, I've seen uh, Frank Skinner doing some stand-up the night, brilliant. They go, oh, OK. Whereas if they say, <laughs> I saw Frank Skinner doing something," it's terrible. <laughs> right. Tell me about it. Yeah, it's yeah. a brilliant story. Mm. So I always uh, think if that when I'm terrible I'm I'm giving some members of the audience a great gift. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the, the theory, um Jerry Seinfeld, who as you know is quoted a lot by idiots. Yeah. Um
3: no no.
1: Um he uh, he that's says day, <laughs> it gives you an extra three minutes. Mm. But if you're not if you're not funny after three minutes they'll they'll hate you anyway. Mm. Really? I think that's fair enough. I don't want three minutes. I do. Give us thirty seconds. I'll I'll get you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
2: We've had a reply uh, from the gentleman that emailed in asking if you become funnier by thirty odd percent if you're famous, and he's uh, he's said hi again. I thought your reply was excellent, but only approximately 25% better than (laughs) non-famous (laughs) stand-ups. So, good for him.
3: I like Gordon.
2: Tremendous. I I got slow hand clapped off at a uh, corporate event. Is
3: that bad?
2: Is that bad? That's quite bad. Well, (laughs) on the register of good to bad, yeah, it's definitely erring towards It's worse when Ross Kemp
3: comes on and says, I watched a man die. Well,
2: I can't help but think that Ross Kemp was standing in the wings thinking, this looks like a tough gig, I'm taking him down with me (laughs) if I'm going. (laughs) That's exactly what he was doing. He was thinking, I'll start by kicking the guy that's already down, and that way it
1: elevates my status, and I'm with them rather than uh, him. I was homed off <laughs> at a club in the South East London. <laughs> the audience was going, hmm. <laughs> oh, they're a tough lot, the uh, the Buddhist monks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't, they, weren't Bud- they weren't Buddhist monks. They were, no, it was, that was a quite a bad way to go. One place I remember, I died so badly that I started pontificating on... I said, "What well, this would, this is like what it would have been like on the Titanic mm. if instead of a band, they'd had a stand-up. <laughs> and it started to sink and the stand-up had to stop. and people were preoccupied because you could see fish outside the windows <laughs> and stuff like that and uh, that, I think that's what you have to try and do is try and embrace it the way that guy did of you know the, a bit of irony mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Night, I think
3: at the end I think his end was his was his finest hour well that yeah. night
1: that I died and left in I tried to leave in complete silence is a mm-hmm. uh, the sound man who didn't know what was going on, obviously I wanted to leave in complete silence, but he just did what he always did at these gigs, which I told him to do. And um, he played um, Tomorrow from Annie. <laughs> the oh. sun will come out <laughs> tomorrow, which seems strange the apt. And I came on and did a sort of modern ballet dance to it <laughs> as well. <laughs> and that's what you have to do. I think it was Terry Griffiths who said after he got uh, knocked out of the uh, World Snooker Championship in the first round. Extraordinary reference. He said, um, you know, there's a certain beauty in defeat. Good for him. And I think that is uh, that is yeah. true. I mean, mm. I do find this well, he heartening... he was certainly
3: a looker, that guy the other night.
1: <laughs> I
2: actually find all this heartening. Like, when, when really good stand-ups tell uh, horrible death stories, there's a mm. bit of me that thinks, oh, well, that's just part of it. Every now- I mean, it hurts when it happens, but it is just part of it. And other comics won't be there's a There's a rumour that when comics were really struggling... At the comedy store in the early days, that's when all the other comics would
1: come out and well, watch. That's definitely true. Yeah, yeah. All come out in the dressing room to watch. But yeah. Not, but I that, love this. It's gone
3: very BBC to watch. It sounds <laughs> horrible,
1: but it's just the way that you slow down when you go past a car crash, and yeah. you don't want to see a severed head, but um, you don't want to not see.
3: It. <laughs> I, I so do. Okay. okay. Um,
1: anyway, enough about. Okay. Death. Yeah, yeah.
3: I think it's time for a little visit to hold
1: it. Hold it. <laughs> and relax
3: so um i'll be kicking off with an email f- uh from andy from Headcorn. hi frank alan and emily i was reading a story on mm. the sun online a oh. couple of weeks ago that's okay that's that's given the benefit of the doubt yeah. <laughs> the story was about a devil child where a distraught mother was insisting that her two-month-old child was the son of Satan. Oh. The most extraordinary thing about it was that on the very same page, there was a smaller story about Catherine Jenkins.
1: I see, the link. Uh, <laughs> I see the link. I
3: know Frank's feelings on the Welsh Warbler and wondered if this was a pure coincidence or a deliberate piece of marketing by Jenkins' PR team to cash in on the Satan story.
1: New listeners might not know that uh, it is my theory that Catherine Jenkins is Lucifer's representative on Earth. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I think there's something in it. She has a Christmas album out, I notice, at the moment. Yes. And I went to her website, and I found out that when you play Away in a Manger backwards, it goes, (laughs)
4: What's Lucifer? What's Lucifer?
1: So she's not fooling anyone. <laughs> I see myself as um, you know the, the saint the Saint Michael who must battle her in when Martin's the final the final <laughs> war, yeah the final war of um, Michael the Archangel oh, right. in, the, no. in the in the battle of good and evil. Yeah, no. yeah. But you know, on that, on that topic, um, Roberto Di Matteo got sacked this week from Chelsea. Mm. But you know that they, there's been a whole Mark Clattenburg thing when they yes. said the, the referee said a bad thing. Well, that game where he said the bad thing mm. they went over to a news reporter Sky, to a sports reporter at the ground and he said um, yeah so it's all ended very badly it was all sort of accusations about referee Mark Clattenberg and, and a strange thing yeah. um, th- this time last season uh, the ninth game as this is the ninth game this season Chelsea ended up with nine men as they did today And uh, that was the John Terry case arose from that game. And this one, it's the Mark Clattenburg. Weird series of coincidences there. And I thought, is this like the the Wicker Man school (laughs) of sports report? It was very bizarre.
3: Um, Frank, Andy also has a request at the end of this email. He says, by the way, I now always sing brass in pocket. He calls it brass in my pocket, but we'll let that go. Mm. Every time I draw out money from the cash point. But I don't have a clue how the tune goes, so I currently sing it to the tune of Pig Iron. I got all Pig Iron, which surely isn't right.
1: That's in pocket. Can you like give that? me
3: one more demonstration so that I can at least sing it to the right tune?
1: Yes, again mm-hmm. for new listeners. Whenever I take money from a cash point, which isn't that often, no, <gasps> I always, I always <laughs> uh, walk away singing.
4: Got in pocket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Enough. Um, yeah, so that's how it goes. Yeah. So, uh... Got brass. <laughs> In parking. <laughs> ha! That's uh, a uh, Tom Jones remix. I incorporated the backing vocals from Kung Fu Fighting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody going, Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. Or, um, um, Good, the Bad and the Ugly.
4: Oh, ding. yeah. The
1: bit, you know, the guitar. Ding, 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 ding. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> Bear with me. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute
0: Radio.
1: Are we still technically an email corner? Oh yeah. I well, I, I haven't played. I haven't sounded the retreat. Have we got. We haven't got exit music for email corner, have we? That would be good. Uh, um, what, uh, we'll get working on that. See what we got here. See what we got. What about this? When we finish Email Corner, which we haven't yet, I'll play this. <laughs> <laughs> that feels a bit like
2: we're rowing away from Email Corner. Yeah, no, yeah. That's like, how we leave. Yeah, it's, nice.
1: like, it's like crossing the, uh, the sticks.
2: Uh, let me read you an email then, since we're there. Ooh. Frank Allen and Lucky Last, a phrase that my dad used but I never understood the lovely Emily, oh. I think it was earlier this year that a listener offered you a life-size rocking horse. Yes. And despite great excitement in the studio, I suspect that was mainly from me that thought it was <laughs> no, I, thought it was, free. No, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. I
1: could recreate the uh, danger high voltage video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How often can you say that?
3: You've got something of the Dottori physique as well.
1: Yeah, um, I think that's the drugs. Oh. But I never... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's I, allowed. Uh, I... I never did get it, no, it's too late no. oh. oh, well they're asking It's we're opening the stable door after I am
2: a... pretty sure that we the listener never got to hear if it was ever collected yes. Not that I'm surprised, exactly. said horse was miles away So here is a gift for Frank that I can post to you Oh It's Top Cat's coin, a 50 pence piece that we found in one of our vending machines Hole drilled, long piece of string attached I worked for Europe's largest vending company, all right <laughs> it's not your CV. You pitching for other work.
1: No, no he's given, He's given himself. You can see the context. Yeah.
2: And when I retired, I kept said coin. It's in my office. Frank, would you like it? And that's from Rob Long, time listener. Um, no, he's he's capitalized Long. Rob, long time listener.
1: He might First be a finalist. His surname could be Long,
2: and he's I think thought, it is. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I anyway, know it's from Rob Long.
1: Well, I, I'd be very happy to have. Uh, well, top it's cat's worth coin.
2: It. It's probably worth at least fifty p, isn't it? If well, you think know, think about no, it. but
1: not if you keep using it over and over and over in uh, machines. I once uh, saw Top Cat's um, waistcoat <laughs> for sale in auction. Did you? No. Do. I could have put
3: that on my Foxy Bingo because you
1: know he just wore a waistcoat and a straw boater. That was all he wore. No, I no think. pants. Yep. No, no, no the... pants. That was the problem yeah. because you know the two at uh, the tightening straps <laughs> at the back of a waistcoat. <laughs> yeah, he'd worn those hanging down. <laughs> oh, and there was inevitable consequences. <laughs> oh, and there was a little bit of cat excrement in the...
3: uh, That's the disgusting (laughs) thing you've ever said. In the
1: the buckle uh, mechanism. Just caught up. Just caught up. And uh, it stopped me buying it. You could have got it out with a pin or something, but But no. But the coin, the coin I'm happy with. (laughs) What else?
2: (laughs) I like like the fact that Emily is so revolted by this
1: this discussion of a cartoon character. (laughs) I just like the fact that I've used the phrase bockle mechanism. <laughs> I do as well. Oh, um,
3: oh we've is, is, also just had a text in, Frank. Here's one for Emily. I've noticed that Emily's voice sounds almost identical to Susanna's from Trini and Susanna. So oh, how does right. she know this?
1: When you're both in a similar line of work. Of well, course. there you
3: go. I'll oh. have a listen later.
1: Um, it is the voice of style. That's what you're oh. hearing. Lovely, okay. yeah. That's what you could be.
3: Um Frank, I'm not really done yet with email corner. I'm not through with it yet. Yeah, well,
1: we're not even in the rowing boat.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking a bit longingly towards the bank, but I'm still here. Okay. Dear Frank, Emily and Alan. My so, was,
1: so was I. <laughs> a <few years> ago. <laughs> but to no avail. you got your diary. Yeah, i got my di- diary. Did you get a pen as well? Oh, yeah, one of those that talks in. I oh. use it now as a notepad. Lovely. Got it in my pocket.
3: Uh... My husband and I watched you at the Blackpool Grand Theatre on the 27th of November,
1: 1994. It's too late for a refund. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
3: At the time, I was eight months pregnant. Mm -hmm. I remember you noticed the dust on the stage and regularly fed the chickens in the orchestral pit.
1: Oh, God, I was on fire.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Some of your best work that night. When we returned home... I went into labour oh. and gave birth to our son, Jacob, four weeks early at 10.58am. I've always been convinced that my laughter that night caused the labour and I've always oh, wanted absolutely. to let you know. How lovely. I always advise anyone who's pregnant to go out and have a good laugh. Forget about the curry and a long walk or that other thing that caused the pregnancy in the first place. Mm. On Wednesday, Jacob will be 18 and we're immensely proud of him. We hope you get as much joy from Buzz as we have had from our lovely boy. Regards, well, Joanne and Paul.
1: That's very, very lovely, isn't it? I think that's great. I worried
3: when I saw, I skimmed that email saw something about 1994 and someone <laughs> going into pregnancy. Labour. I oh,
1: know, that could have been wrong. I panicked. Well, I hope that's true. Well, happy birthday to Jacob. And uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, Boz will be what he will be. Mm-hmm. It's like that episode of Merlin, isn't it, when,
4: uh, <laughs> when his father,
1: the ghost, you know they give him a horn and it brings up the, the ghost of his father and he comes back and tries to change the way that uh, Arthur See, is... Uh, what, what I do? know
2: you're parodying, but uh, you know that channel. there's uh, absolute listeners in their black t-shirts and converse nodding at the radio, as you say, it's I like hope. that episode of Merlin.
1: I hope that's true. I've, I've <laughs> just, my heart's just sunk a bit because I've realised that bars was one week over due. This, this baby was four weeks premature, mm-hmm. which means I'm five weeks less funnier than I <laughs> used to be.
0: Absolute, absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: We're still in Email Corner. We are. Oh, yeah. There mm-hmm. we do linger.
2: And uh, in Email Corner, we often uh, have emails that have come in during the week to the show, but this is literally hot, just hot, in.
1: Hot off the press.
2: Hot off the press. Uh, it's entitled Waxwork Discovery. <laughs> Good morning, Mr Frank Radio, Mr Alan Cochran, and the loveliest Emily Dean. I was listening to your story about finding Bob Dylan in the middle of a war scene at a waxwork museum. Pick it off. Pick you up on a technicality. It was somebody
1: else's story, and it was uh, Bob Geldof. Yeah, I believe it was. Well, yes. Other than that, you're on. Was bang it Trafalgar? On. I think it was on the it, HMS Victory, wasn't it? Was, it was, yes. But oh. they
3: both look a bit grubby, in fairness.
1: The, the story was that, so, that someone had basically recycled a Bob Geldof waxwork. Yes.
4: That's
2: as right. We've a, been spotting sailing. recycled waxworks out and about, <laughs> haven't we, on our exact- travels? <laughs> had a whole
1: waxwork <laughs> theme. Susan Sarandon in a shop window.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it got me thinking about a time I visited the Thackeray Medical Museum in Leeds with my My boyfriend, brackets, I'm from Leeds, living in Huddersfield with my southern boyfriend and wanted to show him around my city a bit. Uh, No uh, judgment. Yeah, exactly, none, not much. Uh, Anyway, whilst wandering around the pregnancy and birth area of the museum.
1: could have gone to Home Firth and dined in Compo's Kitchen. They could have, yeah. They didn't.
2: They didn't. They went to the uh, Thackeray Medical Museum. Anyway, whilst wandering around the pregnancy and birth area of the museum, we happened upon a scene from the hospital where a pregnant lady was being comforted by her partner.
3: Can I just say I love the sound of this?
2: Mm. It it doesn't get gross. Uh, upon closer inspection, the scene seemed a bit off until I realised we'd come across a pregnant waxwork man, not a woman. <laughs> oh. I don't blame them for recycling mannequins, but <laughs> surely they should have done better than slinging a mousy brown curly wig onto a... M- man who looked similar to Popeye and stuffing a pillow up his top. Needless to say, it has Is made me this question... Wasn't in my lift. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel quite germane, doesn't it? It's It's been a,
1: it's been a day, it's been the thing today.
2: Needless to say, it has made me question the way the Thackeray Medical Museum think babies are born. Mm. Love the show, Amy. P.S. am a student at the University of Huddersfield and recently saw Patrick Stewart I hear you talk about him a lot on the show. Do we? I think we did a bit last week. I have to say n-
1: no one is more aptly suited to be mentioned in a PS than Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Oh, lovely! Very thing. good. Yeah. That's very good. So proud, so, so, so proud, of you right Silver's now. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what did she say about Patrick Stewart? Um,
2: I wondered if next time I happened upon him, I should tell him he's a friend of the show.
1: Do it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny you should mention Patrick Stewart because we've had an email in, Frank, re Sir Patrick Stewart to to give him his full title.
2: I'd forgotten that. He's a a knight of the realm, isn't
3: he? Um, I had the great pleasure to meet and work with Sir Patrick Stewart, one of the nicest, warmest and most avuncular people I've ever met. Oh, uncle-like. Yeah. (laughs) I mentioned the cockerel's postulation... Did you? That he, the cockerel, was the second most famous person from whatever that obscure town is. Oh,
4: what oh is my, it? What is
2: it? Up, the, place, the place I
3: grew it Dunstable or something? The place I grew up. Is
2: that wrong? The but place I, I grew up is a place called Murfield. M I M- R Mur- <laughs>
4: Murfield. Um,
2: but Mur- there's even
1: Murfield. Murf. Murf. Because Murf. uh, Murfield would be a good place for a comic. To it go, would. Wouldn't it? it would. I can't remember it already. That or no. Giggleswick.
3: Okay. Well, Sir Patrick apologised for his lack of awareness of him. He'd never heard of the cockerel. But did counter that the second most famous person from that random northern town (laughs) was in fact, like you, was in fact a chap called Reg, who came forth in the Tour de France many moons ago, or as Frank calls it, the Tour of France.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Reg Harris. Must be Reg Harris.
3: It's my sad duty to report that the cockerel is in fact the third most famous person from Moorfield or whatever it is.
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah, I like the fact that the place I grew up is so small that even emailers who are
1: emailing about it are <laughs> deliberately getting the name wrong and going, whatever. I, I like the fact that your career now is, is a tussle between you, Sir Patrick <laughs> Stewart, <laughs> and, and a dead cyclist to see who can be the most famous.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but I suggest,
1: a uh, last-minute uh, suggestion, maybe uh, if you carried out an assassination of some kind, mm. you'd mm-hmm. be in all the papers. Uh, this chap that came fourth in the Tour de France
2: uh, many moons ago—I think—because um, of recent revelations, he actually won it now. I think um, he's moved up the rankings, you know, because of um, Lance Armstrong. Ah,
1: uh, a tough crowd. Yeah, I, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Four. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're still.
1: It's been a long stay in. The, we're still in email corner. It's
2: practically a welcome break. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- Frank, Emily, and Alan. As I as I know, you have a
1: penchant for comments on the Daily Mail website. Yeah, I bought it during the time of the spaghetti westerns they were very popular. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really wear it in uh, when it's this cold.
2: A penchant? Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> I
2: thought I might send you this one. Now, this I like. The idea that the listenership are going to send us Daily Mail
1: oh.
2: <laughs> websites and links. Yeah, it's, it's the, great. Yeah, a bit it's, better. It's, it's It's
1: sort of double vox popped. Yeah,
2: mm. they can prep the show entirely, just send us a list and we'll... Uh, prep the show we'll over my in. dead body. <laughs> 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 Following the news that David Beckham is going to leave LA, the speculation is rife as to what he will do next. Andy from the Wirral came up with this classic probably end up back in Blighty and signing on down the local job
1: centre Oh, <laughs> I hope he's not referring to Absolute Vicky Blight <laughs>
3: <laughs> Can I just say I love that the sound of Andy from the Wirral
1: What's I... the point of having a job centre when the only job is motherhood Apparently <laughs> so no point David Beckham going down there for that job but also, with David
2: Beckham, surely he's got about eight properties in the United Kingdom. What would be his local job centre? He'd have that's a, he'd uh, have a long yeah. time thinking, well, do I want to use my Hertfordshire yeah. home for signing on? Or shall I go with the... Well, that's the problem. Oh, I didn't think you Don't could do sign was...
1: on. If you've got more than... Uh... 4000 in the bank. I don't think you can sign well, that's on. that's funny, because I saw someone Four. recently pulling
3: mm. up in a black cab outside with the meter on It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably just... the driver. <laughs> when I used to sign on, I used to I used to be a bloke. Um, I love her when I used to sign on. He used to get off the coal van, come in, sign mm. on, covered in coal. I mean, black from head <laughs> to foot, and sign on. <laughs> that can't be wrong, can it? Can't be wrong. Oh, Friday and sleep. <laughs> Radio.
0: Absolute Radio.
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan the Cochrane Cochrane. <laughs> you can text us at 812.15 or follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. No one's texting us at all. We? we used to do no. organised textings which rallied, rallied our followers but now we, we expect them to, to be proactive and maybe just, it's too much this early in the morning. Just text.
3: I have abandonment issues. Can you text? Thank you. <laughs> Um, Frank,
1: yes, <laughs> I,
3: I feel re- somewhat reluctant to mention the D word here.
1: The D word.
3: This is a painful subject for you to discuss. This is um, Daniel Craig. Oh, Daniel Craig. The betrayal, like as I death. call it. Because... <laughs> um, no, he Daniel Craig stole your cleaner. We all know that, don't I we? I wouldn't
1: say he stole her. Uh, okay. purloined I was trying to think of another word. Yes, I can no, see No, you're, you're right, he stole her. He
3: stole her. Uh, <laughs> um, Poached. Yes.
1: Yeah.
3: But I don't know how you'll take this news. You may have seen it, but did you see um, he's finally. It's lovely news for James Bond. He's finally passed his driving test <laughs> in America.
1: No, you see, I am. Um... We talked about this earlier today. So I don't yeah. read newspapers anymore other than the headlines. Mm. <laughs> so I just, I just thought he'd, uh, he'd passed his driving test this week, which I found amazing. <laughs> but it's in America. I thought, well, who's, who's, who's driving that Aston Martin about? It's
3: still thing? a bit embarrassing, though. I hope he didn't have L plates and a, it wasn't a Ford Focus or did something. Do they
1: do that in America? Oh, yeah, L-plates. I'm sure they do. What yes. did he do? Did he, did he, he didn't use the old. Uh, he didn't use the Bond car. The Aston no. Martin, yeah. yeah, yeah, he
2: had it specially fitted That'd with be, um, another set of pedals for the instructor <laughs> as well. <Being> fantastic.
3: <laughs> it's hard when you're a celebrity. Though. I remember, I think it was Noel Gallagher was learning to drive, and he was. It was a bit embarrassing seeing him doing all his kind of rock anthems about champagne and cigarettes, and then he was coming out of the BS- BSM car. Well,
1: anyone over oh. thirty learning to drive is terribly embarrassing.
3: <laughs> Say that, yeah.
1: Gary Glitter uh, passed his driving test in a Rolls Royce. Is that right? Yeah. What, what are you doing that throat cut thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? What have I said? Absolute God. <laughs> I was 28 uh, when I passed Did you that. say it? Abs- you were 28? <laughs> yeah, That's all right. You got under the wire. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> you meet adults. Oh, the wire.
3: Have you seen the wire? Love it. What box set? I do you want like
1: the one? wire. Yeah, yeah but I what, about that, loves what, it? About, it what about that time in, in Merlin when... <laughs> When, uh, when Gandalf Mike, takes you his can't driving test, join our gang. <laughs> when Morgana um, <laughs> forced that woman to pretend that <laughs> her father was being held, and she had to go and rescue him—really, it was a trap.
3: No, none of us have seen that, frankly. Okay. Um... Where were we?
1: I believe And when we passed when our
3: driving test. How old were you again, Frank?
1: Oh, I was i was a late... Uh, I, <clears> my, was, my first driving test I took when I was 17, but I knocked someone over on a zebra Oh, my <laughs> God. And, and that put me off for some time. And
2: other questions I wish I'd never just, asked. For the avoidance of doubt is a
1: fail. Any if... <laughs> and you so your act.
3: avoidance of doubt is a but, felony.
1: <laughs> they still did all the, uh, the, the questions at the end about traffic signs, <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, maybe... <laughs> Maybe mm. there's so much good on the other side of the scales. He's let me off with it in that bloke on the zebra crossing. It was a, it was a I, was the, I
3: was quite a young driver.
1: Mm. 21.
3: Mm,
4: 21? Mm,
3: lovely. Um, <laughs> oh. And I had Keith. He used to make me cry every single lesson. Really? Very strict, man. Very strict. Mm. But it was good for me because I passed the first time.
1: Yeah, I, oh, I finally passed guy. when I was 27, anyway. And I did oh. one of those... Um, I did I did what they call a crash course
2: yeah, yeah. they should really say intensive yeah they should
1: yeah. and uh, <laughs> I uh, so I went back to, to the car after and I said to my instructor um, well you know great I passed and that he said oh, that's brilliant I said I thought you'd be pleased he said yeah I'm really pleased another dodgy driver on the road <laughs> <laughs> well I mean that wasn't that wasn't fair anyway so it, it turns out from this story mm. that he's he's, he's taking his American driving licence yeah because he says he spends most of his time uh, with Rachel Vice now in New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, they
3: don't do much driving there. Feels sure, it's like
1: get... uh, my cleaner might have slipped up
3: there.
1: <laughs> sure they get ferried <laughs> about if they're in New York. Well, if they're living in New York, what's she doing? Yeah, exactly. How many times can you do the oven? <laughs> <laughs> ne- never, in my cleaner's
3: case, hmm. don't do oven.
1: Yeah, <laughs> really? She said that when she joined me, don't do oven. My cleaner's yeah. never said that, but she doesn't do the oven. OK. I, mean, oh. I leave it open. I, I <laughs> I use well, one that of those, looks a bit
3: threatening, know, Frank, if you don't mind me saying. You know
1: those day-glow cut-out cardboard arrows that you sometimes get in shops pointing to uh, a bargain? Oh, like golf sale. Mm. I've, I've got three of those around the oven. Yeah, oven <laughs> oven. Still. <laughs> nothing. Hasn't I, been touched. I can't
2: help but think that the listenership may be thinking that we've returned to first-world problems. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, <I'm you're laughs> complaining absolutely... Complaining about our cleaners not totally doing right. the oven. I'm afraid
1: you're right. <laughs> But uh, yeah. Well <laughs> Well You know, I think isn't it more about the people just don't stand back after a job anymore and, uh, and say, Yes, I did that. Isn't that what it's about? Um yeah, depends exactly. on the job really. Anyway <laughs> fifteen quid an hour. Fifteen? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For cleaning or driving instruction. <laughs> um Daniel Craig. Oh, All right. Right. <laughs> that's that's what Barbara Broccoli told me.
0: Frank Skinner Absolute
1: Radio I went to see um, Skyfall speaking of Craigie Oh yeah <laughs> Craigie, yeah. Craigie. And, Daniel Craigie um, I, uh, I, I have this thing if I go to the cinema and I sort of like the film and, and the, the hero is a bit you know dynamic mm-hmm. when I come out I can feel myself walking slightly differently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Influenced oh, wh- by... What do you mean? Yeah, I feel, I feel like I'm doing a James Bond-type walk. It always happens to me. He's a bit more um,
3: How were you walking?
1: I can feel it. And even in, when, if I say something to the person I'm with, I'm, I'm, I speak slightly, a bit, a little, in my head, a bit more like the hero of the film. It just takes a while for it to wear off. Oh, my
3: God, I hope you didn't go and order a martini. for feel ill. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. No, but i tell you what I did do. is I, As I walked back to, to my car... Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I had the you know my my, my keyring fob. dipper. Oh, so it felt a bit like a gadget. <laughs> yeah. So I walked back to my car and went, ping, and uh, you know the car. But uh, and I, I felt very Bond-like. And then as the as the light interior light <laughs> Is cat- your car door open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when the interior light came on, it illuminated the child seat in the back. Oh. And the whole thing was crumbled. It was. Yeah. In fact, there's nothing. It was a
3: Potemkin f- fantasy. Google
2: sl- it. There's nothing in the article about um, the instructor worrying about being sat in the ejector seat no. in, in a Bond car. And it, it made me think, because um, apparently... Don't it, exaggerate. <laughs> apparently, it was a five-hour responsible driving course. Yeah. Five hours. And that's
1: that's not even in the car. That's that's sitting in a room.
2: Yeah, and doing
1: course Stuff work. about driving. It's like, it'd be like a, some terrible... Top Gear all nighter, yeah. <laughs> but also <laughs> Isn't
2: it? made you realise, made me realise, if uh, if James Bond was real, he'd be forever doing courses and training, wouldn't he? Like you know, you never see that part. Got, you don't see that yeah. in the film. You don't want to oh, see the
1: workings.
3: You don't want to see the admin.
2: I can't come from a teeny because I've got to do me health and safety in the workplace.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He is as the swan. He's, I mean, just he's graceful, his... but the feet underneath are I like My, my favourite
3: thing about Skyfall was the female trained assassin who decided to become oh, a secretary. Oh, spoiler
1: alert!
3: Is it spoiler alert?
2: I still haven't seen it. For me, getting Sorry. to see Skyfall is an adventure in itself because well, every I... time I look at it, I think, well, I need <laughs> four hours, basically. It's a well, two since, and a half hour films Since, film since I've journeys. had
1: a child, i have been a child, put off and put off. I, I went to the cinema on Thursday. What did I see? Batman, The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. How long's that been out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, know when it, you know when the film's been out so long that the screen it's on is like the same size as your iPhone? Yes. It was like You're going to see
3: Forrest Gump next week, Frank. Yeah. That's a good one. You'll like that. Oh, yeah. Adele as
1: Jaws, well. she's, she's too. Food, she's food obsessed. I don't
3: mean to be rude, though, Al, but mm-hmm. I do. I think there comes a point when you can't say it, claim a spoiler alert. You can't cry that. It's not my fault that you haven't seen it yet. Hurry up! It's been a long time now. I
2: don't think it's mine either. I think it's just life. It is. Yeah. Life is getting in the way. Every time I look for a four-hour window to go and see this film, I, I can't find it. I can't do it. Hmm. I'm oppressed. Anyway,
1: um... <laughs> <laughs> Sherry Trifle, <laughs> What's that? Apple Crumble.
4: Is
1: that Adele? Yeah, well, she's, tell you, she's obsessed. So anyway, <laughs> um, what oh, else? Oh
3: I tell you what else. Did you see that awful thing in that toilet in Scotland?
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. i will uh, be all right in a minute. <laughs> <sighs> 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 he doesn't like toilet humour, does he? He doesn't like it. <laughs>
1: oh, which takes me
3: back to the 90s. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm all right now.
3: No, thank. not that toilet in Scotland. Yeah, it it's not, was... not Glasgow, not Glasgow. <laughs> it's um Paisley.
2: Which is near Glasgow. Oh, is it near Glasgow? It's not a part of, yeah. Oh,
3: dear. Depends oh, yeah, Human on... Cry used to talk about that. Did they? Sing <laughs> about that. Um, so they found a python coiled round their loo.
1: Oh, yes, I read that. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. Um... Around the toilet seat.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. They're an elderly couple.
1: And well, you see now, let me stop you there. <laughs> elderly couple. <laughs> the police... Or whoever it was, the animal people said that it's it's been well looked after, this snake. The owner, you know, can come and get it. If you're the owner, you're going to be thinking, yeah, I did used to like that snake, but do I want it now it's been round, coiled around the toilet seat of an elderly couple? Mm. <laughs> no. Keep it. <laughs> No-one's going to claim that snake. Surely they could just give it a wipe with you a dishcloth. No. Why?
3: They, 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 they hate to... What, with an old j cloth? No, one of
2: the wa- selling points of the uh, snake as a pet is that it's wiped down. No, they won't. <laughs> yeah, but they won't take Dettel. It's not like That's my experience. It's not like dog fur. They, or they draw the line at <laughs>
4: like that that's
3: why you buy the
2: snake. <laughs> that's what I'd get a snake for. They're wiped down. And bad. if you don't like that skin,
1: there'll be another one along in three months. It's handy with a child, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You can just wipe them off. Yeah, exactly.
3: I I have to confess, that you see, I, this was hideous to me, this story, because I've always had a slight phobia about things. Coming at me from the toilet. Oh, yes. I know it's a bit irrational, like rats.
2: Is it since that alligator film? <laughs> I don't
3: is know. It an
1: alligator film where it was in the sewers? No, it isn't, and I resent that alligator. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just have a phobia about things biting. But yes. Well, I can in that see because one
1: is very exposed. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. It's like that bit in Casino Real, when he's made to sit on a weaker chair with no. Oh. Fabulous. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, it, it sounds. Uh, it sounds terrible. Also, they, they've called it Lulu. I like that. <laughs> now oh, let me ask yeah. you a question. Whenever they find an animal, or sometimes it's a child, an abandoned child, mm. Mm. they give it. They say, and the, and the thing they've called it Louise, or they've yeah, called yeah. it. Um, but why have they called it anything? Well, Lulu. Surely it's because they found it in the toilet. But why have they called it? Why does it need a name? Well, it's well, not. It's al- it. probably it's already got a name. So if the person that doesn't come and, does come and get it back with gloves on. Mm. They. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're going to say, no, it's not called Lulu. Why have you given it a name for, like, a, just a few days? Just yeah. so you can get in the paper for being a bit witty. <laughs>
2: Maybe it's to save them time
1: from saying uh, the snake that we found around the toilet. Well, at least you, if you said that <laughs> snake we found look- in a toilet seat in Paris, then, we're all, there's, there's only going to be one.
3: It's only a python. My, when my grandmother was married to one of my five grandfathers <laughs> living in the Sudan, they found a black mamba. <laughs> Lethal. Lethal.
1: I I don't know what to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is Frank Skinner Absolute Radio.
1: Now, Mm Paisley, we were just talking about, which is where the snake um, materialised. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it was anywhere near Jerry Rafferty Drive. Oh, yeah. Which is a road in Paisley. Is is it? Named after Jerry Rafferty.
3: Yes, I went to school with his daughter. Did you? Lovely.
1: As we know, there's there's, this, uh, there's a street in London, Baker Street, which I, I presume was uh, also named as a tribute to Gerry Rafferty. Yeah, but um, <laughs> and that was to Bob Holness. I'm I'm uh, I'm fascinated by uh, m- sort of relatively modern people becoming um, road names. Mm-hmm. I notice South East London, you get the odd like Athlete or Henry Cooper Way. Do oh, you? Yeah. Why did he get it for the brute ads? He was, uh, you know, he was uh, quite a big star his day, Henry, (laughs) uh, brute force. I'd like to know if any of our listeners uh, live near uh, a, a road or named after a, uh, a sort of fairly modern person. I'd like to know who that is. I'm fascinated by and who gets Celeb the on Yeah, street, you, can see, it? Like, you can see which where my mind's going. I can, yeah. yeah.
2: I like the fact that um, two and a half hours into the show we're starting a text in time. That's
1: good, you know. i yeah. even wanting more.
2: Oh, yeah. That'll be the day. <laughs> I,
1: must, I must remember that. That's where I'm going wrong so often. I've also found that the most dangerous council flats are always named after great writers. Yeah? Oh, oh yeah. weird. That's in Birmingham and in London. Really? Yeah. Oh. Chaucer House, you wouldn't.
3: <laughs> anyway, what uh, else? I'd like to dip
1: briefly. I'd like to teach the world. Come on, everybody. Perfect, perfect harmony. a perfect tom- harmony. <laughs> oh, there is false. Losing it with a pearls. <laughs> he.
3: Um, this is from Scott Perry.
1: Scott Perry, I like the sound of.
3: He sounds like he'd be very attractive. Yeah. Saying,
1: <laughs> yeah, God, that Scott American. Perry's hot. <laughs> hot <laughs> Perry, I call him. <laughs> hot Perry sauce. He oh. just
3: sounds a little hot. You do? Um, hi, Frank, Alan, and Emily. Following your query last week, mm. oh, I feel like we're in customer service centre. I can vouch that Mr Briggs, oh, that's Johnny Briggs, oh, yeah. um, Mike Baldwin, is indeed fine and dandy. In fact, he was recently sat opposite me at the doctor's in Porter's Head.
1: You can also... Sp- hold on, hold on. If he's fine and dandy, what's he doing at the doctor's? <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, just a check-up, maybe. You've yeah, got to well. get an MOT. God, who needs
1: Twitter? You heard it here first.
3: You can also... Johnny Briggs, Ill. You can also spot the 80s celeb in other parts of Said Eddie Large is often seen on his balcony overlooking the posh marina area or at the two for £10 meal deal at our
1: local pub. Good for Have him. Have
3: any of your other listeners been this lucky?
1: I mean, if you've uh, spotted an interesting celebrity recently, uh, do let us know. And uh, I like the idea that he's at the two-for-one meal, but yes. um, mm. it sounds like he's there on his own. I, I, I went on my own
2: and ate two meals once. I ordered it and said, could you bring the fish and chips second? Eddie Lodge is already... Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> well on the way. How
1: much is that balcony going to take? <laughs> I hope they're in his balcony, as he hasn't been spotted on Johnny Briggs' balcony. Some sort of... Uh, he's, not, he's not a father's for justice, is he Eddie Lodge? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: Frank
2: Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've had an email in um, entitled, I Can't See You. Hi, Frank, (laughs) Alan and Emily. I'm an avid podcast downloader, and along with many other listeners, I enjoy listening to your amusing ramblings Uh, during my Sunday morning run. I ah. live in New Zealand, and while spending my Saturday night doing my Christmas shopping, gotta love the internet, I thought I'd log on to the Absolute website so I could listen to the show live and also see you all on the webcam. Lovely. But the studio is empty! Exclamation mark. What? Are you all hiding under invisibility cloaks. Still love the show, even though I can't see your smiling faces. Much love, Kerry. Frank makes us
3: crouch under the desk. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't doesn't not sense. in a sinister way. The
2: invisibility cloaks that were all over the internet for their—they're uh, getting closer and closer to being able to do them, aren't they?
1: Well, I—I I wear one. I've, yeah. We've all got mine. I know, now, people aren't, walk so in into me not. so much in London. I assume I wear one all the time. <laughs> well,
3: it's my greatest dream I've, to have one. I, Six I weeks can, to go. Mm-hmm.
1: I can only suppose that um, the cat the webcam, is set up in the wrong studio is that what you've supposed well, just i just assumed some massive we are, internet armageddon that's a little mundane.
3: mundane that explanation i you think <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's
1: all a bit twilight breaking dawn is that what you think
3: i think bit merlin i think um, <laughs> yeah, I'm um it. i sniff Doggery on the part of andy bush
1: what you think he's trying to uh, block us out visually yes, i do the truth is, it is on in a different studio, and can I say, it as a celebration of this, Emily's done the whole show in her bra and pants,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and me and the cockerel are actually in a pantomime zebra outfit. Lovely onesie. It's not, I, he did promise me that I could be the front bit for the end, Somehow somehow that's, that's gone by the wayside. Anyway... And we had some answers to our famous
2: yes. uh, recent people. I can't people. believe that you've, uh, you've
1: lit up the system with your request about being near a stream and after a celeb. Because often you have to be, you know, yeah. dead we've, and old. We've had
2: absolutely loads. Oh, in, we are. I mean, really.
1: Well, Freddie, the? Freddie says... Thank you for that, by the way, for just reminding us there are people out there. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the goodies? Fre-
3: Freddie says, after moving to Derby last year, I was shocked to find myself driving down Lara Croft Way. <laughs>
4: Oh,
1: yeah. on, it's not <laughs> even a person I'm no, oh, sorry that's...
3: she's not in Merlin <laughs> Is, is um, that a
1: joke or is that real? No,
2: we no, have three done, Lara Crofts, Reggie says it as various well And 638 said Lara Croft, yeah, there's several <laughs> I mean if you want living people that are impressive for, for naming a house after um, There's a block of flats in North London called Ian Wright House Oh well oh. that obviously,
1: any any absolutely
2: pretty cool we're yeah. happy with. Yeah. Yeah, we like that. Hey the, right, no sp- right, 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 right. Apparently the Esplanade in Exmouth is called John to Roadway after the one from MasterChef that pulls what? extraordinary faces.
1: <laughs> He's not even what that famous. That, bloke? Bloke? that bloke? not, not, He's the one, it's not even Greg Wallace. Is the other not one? even Greg Wallace. There's probably a Greg Wallace <laughs> called this t- somewhere Lofjoy? else. Do you think it'll say that on <laughs> his, Tim uh, Lovejoy close? On his gravestone it'll say not even Greg mm-hmm. Wallace. <laughs>
0: Cliff Richard Retirement
3: Flats in Chesson, no, Hertfordshire. As he came do- from there, that's from Matt. He came from
1: Lucknow, India.
3: Oh, dear. Cliff
1: oh. Richard, Harry Webb, as he was
2: <laughs> you, know, um, you know the Lara Croft that you said it's not even named after a, a person? Someone's texted, just to clear up the Lara Croft puzzle, it's because the people who invented the game are based in Mackworth Derby. Oh. Pleased to be of service. Thank you very instance. much.
1: <laughs> well, that, um, that might, that's, that's good. That's a good thing. That's celebrating local industry, but yeah. in a quite sexy way.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> and whilst based in the uh, Derbyshire area, I've always admired the people who live in a place called Clown in Derby. I think that'd be good. A it? town What's called there? Clown? Clown.
3: Clowntown. They basically live you, in Clowntown. You'd like that, wouldn't you?
2: Imagine if you lived there. Frank Skinner, clown, just written I on the front know. of your
1: envelope. If is with clown, it's a noble profession, but I feel it's been taken over by um, Dave Swift, who works in sales.
2: Right. Who, mm.
1: sa- who listens to Five Live. <laughs> uh, who says things, yeah, yeah. L- l- yeah e- look at that clown. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So it's been, it's been spoiled now. Oh, yeah. That's my view. street
3: in Aberdeen called White Stripes Drive.
1: No, there is not.
3: <laughs> you can't just keep saying no, there is not. Stripes, in an angry fashion. Why started Ask this? people to text in. What what texting our in said, it,
1: said there's a road in Lip named after Fern Cotton. Can that possibly be true?
3: Well, I know what wait. your response we No. <laughs> you have you know, to wait a
1: bit longer you than couldn't that. couldn't make it up. But what you? if Fern Cotton's involved in a terrible scandal and they'll have to um rename I them.
3: can't imagine who you're thinking of. Um... We've all what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Have I
1: accidentally stumbled onto
3: that? Um I'm just seeing if there's any more good ones that we've had.
1: Yeah. I'm happy with it. A lot of them are sort of, uh, I mean, proper, noble, political. Marcus Garvey yeah. is, is one, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben Steve Marcus Beaker. Garvey, Steve Benny Beaker. Hill Close. Malcolm is he? Sergeant <laughs> with <Way. laughs> Apparently, you're never never more than six foot away from a rat, (laughs) either. (laughs) Penny Hill Close is a warning that used to go up in the 1970s to nurses everywhere.
2: I live near Elstree Studios, and local streets there are named after the actors, e.g. Hancock Court, Kelly Close, Rutherford Close. I love all that. Soon for Kelly Brook, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I don't
1: know. It's a dual carriageway.
2: (laughs) And somebody's just texted in, if I was famous, I would change my name to the High Street... (laughs) <laughs> I don't <know> yeah. why.
1: <laughs> no, then they have a road named after her. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I get it now. It's like changing your, your name to JWD four seven nine H rather than buying a, uh, a personalised number plate. <laughs> <laughs> cheap way of doing it. I'm uh, I'm fascinated by the whole concept. Anyway. Um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Thank you so much for listening, and we love you all.
0: Absolute, Absolute, absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.